Hello and welcome back to Women of Nottingham. This is our last episode of the series, the final episode of series two, and it is a good one. This week I spoke to Janet Rose from When Women Gather, which is a health and wellness group for women in Nottingham, focusing on women's well-being in women's only spaces. And Janet started this group with her co-founder Jude, and they started because they wanted spaces for women to be able to express themselves outside of the family home, outside of having to do all of the jobs and things that women have to take on, um, particularly during COVID. Janet talks to us a little bit about her background as a belly dancer, how she then went on to teach that to communities, and why we all need to be a bit of a force of joy in our communities, particularly at the moment. Honestly, this woman is a tornado of joy. Uh, I had such a lovely time speaking to her, so I hope you enjoy. My name is Janet Rose. I run a project called When Women Gather, Alongside June Winwood, another fabulous woman. Our project is a community arts and wellbeing project, and also we're going to expand it to do some education programs. It's about bringing women together to connect, to uh, nurture themselves, make space for themselves, make time for themselves, explore themselves, and to be themselves. And we've been running since September 2019. So you started When Women Gather. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and why you felt like a group like this needed to exist? Right, so there's a little bit of a history. So Jude runs, uh, is also an African drummer, um, a musician, plays lots of instruments, she's very talented. Um, I teach um, belly dance as well. I'm a belly dance teacher. I've been teaching that for, for years. And we crossed paths for many years at different events and there was always a, a real sort of buzz between us. Um, and... Judah started putting on some events in the community and asked me to do some belly dance stuff. And we got talking again and reconnected. Um, and she actually came round to my house one day and we sat on the settee chatting about how we were as women, how our lives were very busy. We were on the move all the time, doing, delivering, you know, looking after people, writing, you know, shopping, doing all the life things and, and not making enough space for ourselves. So from that conversation, um, we were saying, you know, perhaps there's a, a need for uh, a space for for women, for like ourselves, um, to to have time to to sort of explore and and just and just be really without thinking about shopping and all those other domestic things you do and all those other things that you're always doing. It so it's about having a space just to, I don't know, look at. Inwards, inwards a little bit, I would say, to look inwards and, and explore and just, yeah, just be really. So that's how we got started um, in the summer of 2019, having had that conversation. And from that, that day, the, the project was born, really. And I think this idea of women not taking the time for themselves is something that comes up again and again. I feel like women take on all these tasks of the family, needing to take tasks on um, again and again and sort of as nurturers right why do you think it's important that women take that time for themselves that women have that time for a bit of self-care I think there's I think it's a it's a long it's a long sort of road really because as we're brought up we're brought up and I'm talking generally um, to look after other people you know what I mean you see your I mean I'm one of six children um, my mum you know divorced um, when I was about nine so my mum did it all. You know what I mean? We all stayed with our mum. So it's that historic thing of, of, of women doing and being brought up to do and look after 
and care and you know cooking cleaning all that sort of thing um and and that's the majority of, of, of women to be honest um and i think that's that's probably why it's kind of entrenched in us you know what i mean that we should do and and actually when people well when women want to make time for themselves they feel guilty about it you know, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be having this time and just chilling or just sitting or reading or whatever. I I should be doing something. But um, it's a bit of a vicious circle, isn't it? Because if you don't replenish yourself and look after yourself, then what are you giving out? You know what I mean? You haven't got anything good to give to anybody else, never mind about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So you said your background was belly dance. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Well, gosh, 24 years ago now, I had a friend who uh, used to go to Morocco a lot and came back and went on on about this belly dancing and how amazing it was and this, that and the other, and it's great. And I was thinking, what, belly dancing? Is she mad? Just <laughs> mean. And she goes, oh, you'd be really good at it because I was always the one at the club, you know, shaking my thing on that floor, you know what I mean, giving it large and everything. So, um after about, I don't know, a year, she thought it wore me down and I thought, oh, I'll go with her just to shut her up, you know what I mean? Um, and I went with her to the class at um, International Community Centre on Mansfield Road, went to the class and thought, oh, this isn't what I thought it was at all, and loved it. And basically was got hooked on it, went to the class for a few years, um, went to um, international teachers, expanding my learning, went to Cairo to learn with, with sort of top tutors there, went to Rocco, learned with tutors there. And then um, I used to work at Knott's Women's Training Scheme as a development worker. And um, I started, I was asked to deliver a um, belly dance session for the staff, for, for staff wellbeing. Um, and I did that. And then somebody else asked me to do something and and funny enough it I was a bit like "Mm, not sure about this and people kept asking me and and I have a friend called Sharon Roberts who said to me one day what 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 do you want to do with your life she's a coach as well she's an amazing woman um what do you want to do with your life and I said I'd like to teach belly dancing she said why don't you do it why don't you do it get some flyers done you know people are asking you and, and and do it so I did these flyers and um, I don't know, I, I, I didn't even need to really because people was asking me anyway. And then, but, but it gave me a, a, a sort of confidence to kind of go out and do it. And I started teaching for colleges. I started running my own classes. I started um, dancing at events. People brought me to do events. I went into schools, care homes. I've danced in a field. I've danced on a boat. <laughs> I've danced with mountaineers. Um Wow, I've danced in the council house, I've danced literally Albert Hall, concert hall. Um, it just, you know, rolled into this massive thing, massive chunk of my life about dancing because I think that, that, that dancing, and obviously I do belly dancing, is such so good for your confidence, your body confidence. Because when you're in touch with your body and when you can let go to music, it takes you to another place that, you know, you can't buy that. You can't buy that feeling at all. It's just amazing. And the fact that I've been able to share that with other women um, and children, 
and with men as well. I've taught men as well. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure, an absolute joy. Um, just seeing people just come alive and, and try something new and something different. And yeah, it's been um, it's been fantastic. So that's how I started in belly dancing. Yeah. Tell you what, belly dancing with mountaineers sounds very chilly. I know. Well, you know what? It actually was in summer because it was really weird because I used to go to some networking things and this lady came to me and says, I'm doing a walking and mountaineering event. She says, I would like you to come along to the event and start the day and warm us up in a field. And I was like, oh, okay. And me being me, I'm like, up for an adventure. Okay, I can do that. So off a trundle, drove out to the fields in Manderfield and basically belly danced and shimmied with them all in the kit and everything and warmed them up. And off they went for the rest of the day to go and do their walking and climbing and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, yeah quite 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 a journey yeah and I'd be interested to know speaking on body confidence if you have a lot of women that are perhaps nervous to start because if you ask me right now to go belly dancing I think I'd be a bit like oh goodness like I don't really know where to start almost how you were when your friend um, came back and said you should try this how do you get women to feel comfortable and come out of their shells without being really concerned about all of their jiggly bits and all of that uh, so it's about having that conversation I mean I do one-off sessions and and it's really when I come along sometimes people are, are, are very skeptical like I'm mm, gonna do belly dancing like you know what I mean I'm like yeah but it's a, I suppose I've got a quite a friendly um personality and I can see people who are intrigued about it and sometimes reluctant but it's about okay let's just have a go no you know nobody else is good we're not filming it Let's just have a go. You've got nothing to lose, but everything to gain. Um, I mean, I've had ladies who've come to my class. I can think of a particular lady who came, who's come to my events. I used to do a lot of big events with performers from all around the country who used to come to the events with the friends who did belly dancing. She goes, oh, I'll never do belly dancing. Um, and eventually she did join one of my classes and she said, I'll never, ever perform. She, But, but it was like, it's like with confidence, it's like a trickle thing, isn't it? You know, she came every week and we talked about it and she did it. And you could see her growing in confidence and uh, blossoming and, you know, really getting into her body and enjoying it. And because she was like myself, because I'm a big lady, I'm not small. I'm not a petite little size 10. I'm a good size 24. You know what I mean? Um, and, and this lady was a big lady. But that's one of the things I like about it, because I think it's for everybody. It doesn't matter what size you are. You don't have to be a size 10 or tiny or whatever. You know, I've done it with people who um, with limited uh, ability, mobility, um, with mental health issues. Um, it's a, it, it's music and dance crosses all the boundaries, I think. Um, and it, it grabs people, definitely grabs people. So you put music on and people love the sound of that and they're intrigued by that and then you start to talk about okay we're just going to start to move our hips all right let's just move them from side to side oh i can do that wow let's do a double oh i can do that well let's do some shoulder shimmies and it's just building that up building up that repertoire of things that they've got and then putting them into a little combination right we're going to join them up together and then they join them together and think, oh, wow, I'm doing it. Yes, you are doing it because you can do it, definitely. So it's about encouraging people and, 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 and being open as well, you know. And I would say, 
ask me questions. Tell me you're allowed to laugh as well. You know, we're not going to go to a class and be very stern. Tell you what, I want to go to a belly dancing class with you now. (laughs) Come. (laughs) So obviously we've talked about belly dance, which is your background. But When Women Gather offers so many different things now uh, across wellbeing. Can you tell me a little bit about the other classes and things that you are focusing on? Well, so... We've just, uh, just last weekend just gone, actually, we just did a whole wellbeing weekend, we call it, and we have, um, it was a whole range of, 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 of talks around things like meditation, anxiety, um, making moments, self-validation, uh, you know, um, we had a heartbreak coach, somebody, you know, and a menopause coach, all, and even open water, open water swimming as well, um, uh, so there's a whole range of things. Anything, basically, we will, we're interested in anything that's going to support women to be better and, and, and to explore themselves and be themselves. Myself, um, I mean, through the lockdown, I've learnt um, some art journaling. I ran an art journaling session. Another way of expressing yourself um, and getting things out and things onto paper and using colour and being creative. So we're very much into to trying things that, you know, it's the first time I've ever heard of Heartbreak Coach and she was absolutely brilliant. It was it was intriguing. And we've all been through heartbreak, haven't we? You know what I mean? I think, you know, the majority of the population. But actually anybody to talk about it and how to deal about it, it it's never it's not something that, that's ever um offered. So we try we try to um introduce these these concepts and these new things to women um, and I think you know we're getting great feedback about it um, about what we're delivering and what's happening and how it's making people feeling more empowered and more you know that they want to try things that they feel like they're getting a bit more confidence to have a go one of the things that came out was yeah I feel like I want to now go and have a go at things I want to try things like people want to try the open water swimming you know what I mean because it's something new and different, you know. So, you know, it's like stepping out of your comfort zone, isn't it? You know what I mean? You step out of your comfort zone, try something different, and then you open up different parts of yourself. You think, actually, I can do that. And actually, I'm going to try this now. You know what I mean? I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. You know, and it's about enjoying your life. You know what I mean? We want to enjoy our lives. We want to be happy. We want to feel loved. You know, we want to... um enjoy the different phases in our life as well you know what I mean we start from from being a young woman you know for your middle ages to older you know I'm nearly 58 you know what I mean you know an older woman um but the good thing about women gather is we've got women of all ages that come together and just create a great um feeling and atmosphere and, and harmony and they support each other it's amazing how supportive um everybody is with each other and it's a lovely place to be in 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 the sessions actually you know I get a lot from them it's not just about you know I get a lot from them um and I think and it's vice versa it works both ways and so you started last year um just before the pandemic how has that changed that now that you've had to go online and obviously you haven't got all of these wonderful meeting spaces for women to to make friends uh at least they're online now how has that made you guys feel and have you had to adapt so the period of i mean because when we started we were doing um sort of monthly couple of monthly meetups at venues in town 
and and um, having speakers and everything like that come along and obviously people were meeting making new friends and, and building those connections so on going to the pandemic now um coming online has been um you know quite a challenge for because obviously for everybody i guess you know to I me mean? for everybody because like oh gosh what we're we going to do but it's been actually uh quite phenomenal actually because we've had women you know through the workshops we've done like, over the weekend we've had women from all around the country and women from across the world come to the workshops so our connection is reaching out even further than we've envisaged really you know and, and one of the questions that was um put to me actually at the end of the events we did at the weekend was you know are we still going to continue to do something online because they don't want to lose the connection that we've made um and we said yeah we'll do a mix of, of stuff so probably somewhat still online and some um obviously in uh, in real life as well to get in real life i'm talking about real life <laughs> you know what I mean? with real people real bodies you know what i mean yeah so um, yeah we'll continue to do that We've actually just got some funding from the Renewal Trust to run some sessions which start on Saturday and we've called it Springtime Self-Care and Connection and it's going to be um, starting from this Saturday up until for eight days we've got meditation, um, so we're talking about anxiety, we're doing art journaling, we've got Shazza doing R&B line dancing, we've got Jude doing some family sessions um, preschool sessions with music um, and we'll have a drink and a chat with people at the end of the uh, end of the week so that starts on the 20th um, and then moving forward we want obviously to get back to um, doing uh, real life events I think all the real life events um, and getting people to come and, and meet uh, and, and and continue making those connections we've got so many plans with like it's just like we want to get together and sit down and hammer out a lot of these things as, as, as well. But uh, we have big plans to, to, to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. Everything you're mentioning about mental health and anxiety, I think, was always an issue for a lot of people. And I think women dealt with it in large swathes because they were taking on so much stress at home. But would you agree that it's got worse during the pandemic? Obviously, we're talking about mental health so much more now, which is great. But things like these art classes and meditation, that's got to be more important for women now than, than ever, really. I absolutely would agree. Because um, mental health has been, I mean, obviously, it's one of the biggest things around the pandemic. Suddenly, we've been locked in our houses and not being able to go out and do those normal things that we would normally do. You know, go out and see your friends and have a coffee, go out to a show, you know, go for a meal, you know, go, you know, just go out go for a walk wherever you want to, you know, drive to somewhere else, you know, to Derbyshire and walk around the countryside. All those things have been stopped. So the the impact on mental health um, is, is, is massive. I know it, it, I'm talking about myself. I, I, I do because I, I have a hearing issue and I have tinnitus. So, and I'm, I'm in a, a group myself um, with a lot of people with tinnitus. And I know that through this pandemic, a lot more people are hearing sounds in their head which are, you know, tinnitus related. So I know that at the beginning of the pandemic this time last year, literally my head was literally banging all the time. Just a constant, it was like there was 10,000 men marching in my head, dragging tables, you know what I mean? So my mental health was not great at all. Um, and actually being at home all the time, 
just compounded that and, and made that worse. So for me, um, doing the art journaling was a great release because it gave me something to focus on that wasn't about my hearing, something to take my mind off what was happening inside my head. And I know that's how, for me, that's my mental health issue. But for other people, it can be anxiety or depression or not getting up, not getting dressed, not having a shower, not having a bath, you know, not eating right, you know, not eating well, you know, not, you know, all those things that you would do and we took for granted as normal. Suddenly it's like, oh, my goodness. And, you know, I feel like I'm locked in a, in a, in a, in a prison, really. Yeah. Your home, it could feel like friends that everybody's different, but for some people, it felt like suddenly locked in and like you know, it's like banging your head against the walls. You know what I mean? It's like going a bit crazy, like oh god, let me out, sort of thing. So, um, finding that thing to help you get through your day, um, is essential. You know what I mean? And I think that coming out from the other side of, 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 of um, this, um. I think that people will do things a little bit. Well, I know I will. I'm saying I'm saying that people want to do things a little bit different, so that my life isn't so hectic. That I've got more time to do those things that I enjoy more of. It just means about better quality of life instead of head down here, there, here, trying to do this, that, the other. Um, and I think one of the things that's really helped me as well. I've got a puppy. I've got a dog. Uh, through the lockdown actually um i've had her for three and a half months with a puppy from romania um and that's been that's been a joy to get out and walk i would never normally do that and walk you know i look out onto a park where i live i would never normally go and walk around the park i just wouldn't wouldn't have done it you know what i mean you know i go and dance for you know four hours but i wouldn't go and walk around the park so going out and walking around the park with my dog has been, uh, wow, a lifesaver for me, definitely. No, I think the question that I will want to know, and I'm pretty sure everybody else does, is what is your dog called? She's called Blade. <laughs> after, after the vampire hunter. <laughs> she sounds great. Yeah, she is. She is. She's, a, she's a blessing, I've got to say. Absolute blessing. I think this pandemic has taught me... I know that I appreciate more my family and my friends. Um, I mean, I walk, I go walking with my sister, you know, at least three times a week now. You know, we never did that before. I'd ring, we'd ring and chat on the phone. You know what I mean? We'd have a chat on the phone. But now we we walk at least three times a week together. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's it's making me think about things in in a different way, and I think it's going to make women think about things in a different way. It's like, you know, what do I want? in my life what is it that makes me happy you know how can I get it and how how am I going to do it you know what I mean and it's it's been active about getting those things that make you happy and making it happen you know what I mean rather thinking oh well maybe I'll do but no it's like right let's get on it let if you want to go water up you know out swimming in the open waters make it happen do it let's not talk, just talk about it get up do it if you want to try something different have a go at it you know it's it's when you are trying new things and you're you know I'm not a psychologist but you just feel happier don't you you feel more at ease in yourself and excited and you know alive and buzzing 
there's all that that, that that goes off, you know. So, yeah, lots more, lots more of that. Less of the frantic, more of the relaxed and the more, more joy, more joy in your life, more fun, you know, big, fat fun, as I say, more of it. So when women gather, obviously, during pandemic, it's incredibly important. We talked about women's mental health and all of that. Why do you think women's spaces, women-only spaces, like when women gather, are important? Do you feel like it allows women to flourish more than in mixed spaces? So it's important because I think that um, when there are mixed sessions, I'm not saying it's nice to have mixed sessions, but the women-only space is you feel more open, you feel more relaxed, you feel more of a connection with, with other women. You know, they know what, you're going through when you say something you feel more supported you know by other women you feel more nurtured and um replenished by other women because you feel comfortable in that space and I think it's so important for me I mean I've got you know friends close friends around me you know normally meet regularly and honestly having not seen them you know, I feel that gap in in my life. I can feel that gap in my life. And I think having the, the women-only sort of space, meetings, gatherings, um, is is essential in order to allow you to grow and explore and just just chat with other women and, and, and see that actually... What you're going through, you're not on your own. Other women are going through this as well. Sometimes you feel like you're the only one, but other women are doing that as well. And then having that space where you can talk about that is invaluable. It's absolutely invaluable and absolutely essential. Actually, that leads really nicely into the question that I ask all of my guests at the end of these podcasts, which is, what do you think the most remarkable thing about being a woman is? The most remarkable thing about being a woman. Wow, that is a question, isn't it? Wow, the most... Uh, I think... Gosh, there's a few things about... I think our hearts, we've got big hearts. I know I've got a big heart. And I want to go out and share it in the world. Um, and whether it's that, that's with your children or with your family or with other people, and that can be through teaching um through parenting through friendship you know it comes on so many levels and 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 that big heart that big kind heart i'll say makes a massive difference in the world definitely you can't buy that you know because sometimes sometimes you do things for people and you don't think you don't think you're doing very much you don't realize you think oh well i'm not done very much um it's a bit um the the sometimes you get feedback back from people and you just think well all I did was this I know that I think that when we launched our event one of the things that stands out for me when when we launched the event and uh we did it at the council house in September and we had a hundred women come along and at the end of the night I know when people were leaving and as they walked by me people were hugging me and saying oh thank you so much I would have been sat on my own, you know, with no one to talk to, you know, feeling depressed and miserable. And those hugs that I got from people, I will never, ever forget. So 
by doing something and giving out to other people, you get such a lot back. So that big heart, that big kind heart that you've got, yeah, that's what women have got to give out. Janet, thank you so much for being that force of joy in Nottingham and for coming on and speaking to me. Pleasure, a pleasure. Thank you for having me. And where can people find you or When Women Gather if they're interested in joining a class or coming along in the future? So we have a Facebook page called When Women Gather and we also have a website called whenwomengather.co.uk and we also have an Instagram page when women gather again (laughs) it's all when women gather Um, and we're also on Twitter so any of of those um, uh, avenues you can find us or or contact Jude Wimwood or myself Janet Rose as well and we'll we'll link you in so please do come along we're we're very open to to, uh, people coming along and, and having a great experience with us thank you so much janet pleasure pleasure thank you and that was janet rose speaking to me on women of nottingham isn't she just wonderful and this was the last episode of series two i hope you guys have enjoyed we've spoken to some really really great women this series um all the way from nadia whittam at the beginning of the series through to misha bradshaw who was also wonderful and all the wonderful women in between we will have a third series coming out for you later in the year so keep your ears peeled for that and your eyes peeled across all our social media but feel free to listen back to any of the episodes from series one or series two but for now thank you so much for listening this has been Women of Nottingham.